Welcome to The Underlay, a Clever Choice podcast, where we go inside and under the flooring industry. Welcome to The Underlay, a Clever Choice podcast. This is episode one. My name is Matthew White and I'm your host and with me today is the co-host and general manager, Michael Roberts. How are you, mate? Good, Matt. How are you? Very, very well. Very excited. Yes, me too. Yeah. We've been talking about this for quite some time. It's finally come to fruition. We're finally launching today. We are. It's a big day. It's a big day. And look, and our very first special guest, what a guy, from inside the fold, Greg Harvey, Queensland sales manager, Clever Choice. How are you, mate? Good, gents. How are you? Yeah, good. You had a bit of uh, issues getting down to the studio today? The drive down from the Gold Coast uh, to the Gold Coast from Kalanga is always fun, but uh, got down here and made it on time. So It's the anticipation, mate. You just yeah, would yeah. have been you know, on the edge of your seat. It's better for me than sitting here for 45 minutes wondering about what I'm going to say. So well, there you <laughs> go. to jump straight in. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. As we said, this is episode one. So we're trying something new here with Clever Choice. Yes. And we're going to look inside the industry. We're going to get some guests. We're going to talk about the company. What else, Michael? Got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, you're going to get to know us. You're going to get to know the, the team over the coming weeks, um, people we deal with, and um, who Clever is. Yeah, what sets you apart, eh? Yeah, yeah, points uh, of difference. So, Michael, General Manager, Clever Choice. Tell me about your role and tell me a bit about you. Well, as you said, I'm the GM, General Manager. Been with Clever for going on 10 years. Excited about long service. <laughs> Another trip to Hamilton Island? Yeah, yeah. You know, starting to get some perks out of uh, working with Clever Choice and our business partners. Um, so that was a good event put on by Floorworld. Just a question though, does the general manager get long service leave? I think on paper we get it. <laughs> I don't think mentally right. that I'll be able to shut down for any long period. I can't even remember the last time I had a holiday and didn't think about the company. Yeah. And probably one of the main reasons for the success and growth of Clever Choice is the passion that all the staff, not only me, but all the staff put in. You know, Greg was up on um, holidays this weekend celebrating his son's birthday. Yeah. And still chatting to us work colleagues over the break. So, uh, yeah, we're a family. And I think that's what um, you know. Our customers and everyone around Clever Choice sees that we all get on. We all enjoy you know talking with each other and coming up with ideas and you know progressing. So that's really you know why I love being part of Clever Choice. Why I love leading Clever Choice, and then attracting people you know like Greg, like the team that we've got who also, you know, have passion for growth, passion for helping people, you well, know. I think passion has to start from the top. So I think leadership is where it starts. And I think that if you can instill your passion in your team, that that's the first step to success. And I know that when you find your calling, when you find something that you truly love and you truly love doing, that it doesn't really feel like a job, which is why it's nothing to be texting people on the weekend. And have, and you never tend, you never tend to switch off, but... It also doesn't seem to be a chore. It's that, it, that's when you know you found it. Exactly, and you know it's even just watching the NRL. 
you know, which is exciting at the moment. Um, Not if you're a Manly fan, but anyway. Yeah, or Tigers supporter. Yes. Yeah. Young Greg here um, follows the Broncos, so it's good to get on the ride with him and, you know, sort of they're starting to perform. So even though there's been a bit of up and down, you know, it's good. It's good sort of seeing, um, you know, your colleagues, you know, have passion and, and enjoy their sort of um, wins and, you know, and even losers. Yeah, definitely right. So, Greg, you've had an interesting journey to Clever Choice. Yes. Right? You've seen all the flooring industry. Yeah. And you've ended up here. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I sort of started off as an installer at like a young age and I didn't really know where I'd go from there. I sort of just thought I'd always be laying floors and around 22, 23, I, I sort of hurt me back and I didn't really have the opportunity to keep laying floors because the body wasn't wasn't right for it. And I still remember we were driving out to Debra one day and the, the missus said to me, she said, oh why don't you go into sales? And I'd never really thought about that. I wasn't a sales type guy or anything like that. And she said, well, you know about floors. And I was like, well, I suppose I couldn't sell your car because I don't know anything about them. But I know these floors now pretty well. So she sort of gave me the push that I needed. And I saw a, an ad for a, a salesman at a flooring company. And rather than just applying for the ad, she sort of said to me, well, why don't you f- try and find this guy's personal details and just get straight onto him? And I think three days later, I I'd finished laying a floor the day before. I still had black silicon in all my fingernails and went and started my sales training. And then, yeah, I've sort of been in sales, in stores, managed stores, managed areas, multiple stores for different companies and did a state operations role for a bit. And, and when the opportunity to come up, to come into the other side of the business, which is the, the wholesaling and supply side of things, I, I jumped at the opportunity. So Yeah. It must be good. It must be, Michael, from your perspective, it must be great to know that there's that level of knowledge in one of your sales managers that knows it really from the ground up. That's what was very attractive about um, Greg. You know, Not the only thing, I hope. No, no, he's a good-looking rooster. <laughs> <laughs> that, that always helps in sales, as we know. Absolutely. That's um, why I always failed in sales. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I sit behind the desk. Yes. Yeah, you know, I got to know Greg over the last several years, um, you know, servicing him in, in his stores and, you know, just saw the character and um, the knowledge that he had from the ground up. And a lot of what we do, even though we are, you know, an import wholesaler, is very reliant on the installers. Uh, so the fact that Greg had that background, uh, he knew, you know, about all the levelling, about how the products should be installed and, you know, why certain products should go into certain homes. So, yeah, that that sort of, I guess, it was one of the reasons why he was so successful at the retail level as a salesman was because he could fully connect with his customers and why we felt, um, you know, and over the years growing a relationship that he'd be a good fit for Clever and just that skill set that he's got is something different to what a lot of our other team members have got, so... You know, when we sit in and have our sort of monthly meetings, um, he definitely brings in, you know, a skill and aspect that, um, you know, a lot of the other team members don't have. So he's quickly fitted in and quickly um, taken control of a lot of the training. Well, I don't think you can undersell how important that unique point of view can be. So, Greg, what do you, what do you see that you bring to the team? Oh, just that sort of seeing it from all different angles. Look, for me... 
having been a rep and an installer, like as an installer, you always feel like the company that sells the floors is going to be not never going to have your back. They're always going to be against you. And even as a as a retailer, like I saw how many times I was let down by manufacturers, like the amount of times that you would call someone and they wouldn't answer their phone, they wouldn't get back to you, you'd send an email, you wouldn't get that response. Whereas I sort of feel like I know from an installation point of view and a and a salesperson in a in a shop's point of view what they need from us. And I think that's probably the most unique thing and something different that I've been able to bring to the team is that I can sort of help all of our guys understand what our our customers expect from us and what they need from us to be successful. Like if they call us for something, we need to be there and we need to make that happen. And and the quicker you can do that, the more likely we are of being able to make a sale. But then they're more likely to make a sale and the quicker the end user's got a floor lock. We're in an industry where there's a lot of insurance work and that sort of stuff as well. People in homes that they can't go back to normal life until this stuff's put together. So it sort of starts with us to give this store what they need as quick as they can so the end user can get back into the house. But it's more so just being able to understand it from all angles. And I think that's one good thing about Cleverlot. I started in January this year. I've only been with the company for seven months. But I think we had a sales meeting about 10 days into my time at the company. And I felt comfortable enough in that sales meeting to sort of speak up and be like, well, no, this is what I think or this is what I think is how it should be done. And it's, I think it's pretty rare that you can just walk straight into a company and voice your opinion like that. But no one sort of shut me down or anything like that. My opinion was taken really well and people legitimately seemed to want to listen to what I had to say. And I think that's the thing. I'm a lot younger than a lot of people in my sort of positions. But because I've got that experience, like these guys have got a lot of respect for me and it, it's it's helpful for me too like I want to feel like I'm doing something for others and the more that I feel like I can teach them and and vice versa they can teach me a lot as well but yeah that's sort of what I bring to the team I think yeah it's again I don't think you can undersell the importance of empathy the importance of understanding your client and I guess from your perspective from a clever perspective that the client's more than just your resellers so you are always thinking about the end user and like I know, Michael, we discussed the other week about you constantly and often go out to to end users to check on jobs and to, to answer calls or to maybe see some queries firsthand. Now, there's not many GMs that would do that. No, and then, you know, ultimately that's what it's all about. You know, we might be at the beginning of the supply chain, but it's all about the end user and their experience at the end. So getting out and, one, seeing the product sort of, down on the ground to being able to you know answer any questions that our um, clients have on how to maintain the floor or why the floor's doing what it's doing we're ultimately the best person to do that because we we build create bring the product in um, and it's actually quite enjoying one of the things that um, I really um, was proud to hear Greg sort of say and it's something that we do promoting clever is everyone having a voice you know, every one of our employees have an equal voice when we sit around the table. So for Greg to come in and sit around the table, you know, 10 days in and be part of the sales meeting and feel comfortable that he could use his experiences and his knowledge and put that on the table and that everyone was going to listen, that's how we grow. That's, you know, that from from the warehouse guys to the ladies doing all the orders the sales guys out on the ground, you know, they're, they're all as important in the in the chain as each other. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. Yeah, I think that you're right. The voice is important. I think that, and that again comes down to culture. And again, starts from the top. So if you breed that into into the culture and you say that everyone's voice is important and, and especially when someone's coming from such a unique point of view, Greg, I think that, I agree. I think what you add, you can't put a price on to Clever Choice. I think that, that breadth of knowledge and experience and that just different point of view is is what sets you apart. And yeah, you're an attractive character. You're a great personality. And it's, it's incredible to hear you say that you've only been with Clever for seven months because it, it actually feels like you've been with Clever forever. Yeah. You know, and then that's how quickly you've become such an important cog. And I guess the, the stores in Queensland are very lucky to have you. And so is Michael. Yeah. So this wouldn't be a flooring podcast without talking about flooring. So Greg... Why don't you take us through some of your favourite ranges in the Clever product range? So I'll probably start off with the hybrid, just having coming from selling that for the last couple of years. Um, probably paid for a lot of my son's stuff over the last last little while. I just find as a product for like someone like myself of a young family, it's 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 good in the sense that it, it sort of ticks a lot of boxes for me with its water resistancy, scratch resistancy, that sort of thing. There's a massive colour bank, so... There's three different types that you can choose as well with different installation methods. So there's sort of, within our hybrid ranges, there's many different installation opportunities. There's many different ways that it can look, it can feel, um, many different surfaces it can be installed over, which is a big tick as well. Um, But yeah, just the versatility of the product, the fact that it still looks like real timber, but just a little bit more family friendly. Price point and that sort of thing is really good for, for people like myself and, and with young families and even for like pets and that sort of thing, allergies. Yeah, I find it's a really good product. And as I say, the colour bank for me, having sold a lot of different types of floors, is, is certainly the best in the industry, I feel, across all three ranges. And um, that's e- what Explain that to the people out there, Greg. Like, what are the three ranges? So, you know, we, we know in here, but. So we've got a we've got the six mil variation, um, which is your standard range. Um, then we have sort of a more of a luxury option with your nine mil product. Why would someone pick the nine mil over the six mil? So the nine mil, I feel it's, it's tolerances are probably a little bit better. So um, you can sort of you can push that product a little bit further, being so thick and so rigid. Also, the fact that you can silicon finish uh, rather than having to use the scotia or remove skirtings, that sort of thing. I know especially for a lot of new builds, spec homes, display homes, that sort of stuff, they they don't like to be putting scotia around waterfall edges and that sort of thing. So the fact that you can silicon the floor and it still be warranted, that's a massive tick for that product. Um, and then, of course, you've got the herringbone option as well, which uh, we've, we've noticed over the last little bit has become a lot more popular. Uh, a lot more people want to put in herringbone floors. They can change up options by using that in an entryway with a, with a similar colour straight laid throughout the rest of the house so it sort of helps you be able to change gears between products okay so sorry sorry michael i was talking to you michael earlier about looking at flooring for my own home now i've got an eight-year-old daughter who is a gymnastics freak and i've got a 16 year old son who's a standard 16 year old and let's be perfectly honest he hardly walks on any of the flooring unless it's in his bedroom (laughs) <laughs> or to the fridge. Oh, yeah. Well, he's usually calling out for food. <laughs> and I've got a little dog. So hybrid's the one for me? Yeah, I, f- I feel like hybrid can be for just about anyone. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Like it doesn't it doesn't really pigeonhole you. But 
it's the good part about our ranges and the way that both Michael and Short have tailored these ranges is that we do have a range for just about anyone, and a lot of these products can work for just about anyone, and that's that's the th- that's the thing with Clever. They haven't we haven't tried to expand into too many ranges and and go too crazy with it, but we've just made sure that what we've done we've got right. And that's continuing even now. Like we've got more ranges coming and that sort of thing. So the fact that we've got ranges that can be good for me, can be good for you, can be good for just about anyone. But for me, the hybrid, it ticks so many boxes that for gymnasts and, and slip resistance, if she, if, she wants to, if she wants to dance around and do all that sort of stuff that she can, for my young fella, he can never walk through a house. He has to run through yeah. those sorts of things. I had someone call me yesterday that a guy wanted to do his his mum's granny flat in a flooring and wanted to make sure he could try and get it as slip resistant as he could. So he was asking about different options. And, and this is the thing with these ranges is there's so many different purposes for them and they can be used in so many different situations. Yeah, great. Excellent. <clears throat> and on that note, it's something that at Clever, we go the extra mile and make sure that um, the products are all slip tested, you know, fire rated. Uh, we do emissions testing so we, we really make sure that every product that comes in can suit every environment. Uh, new builds have got certain requirements. Um, government buildings have certain requirements. So making sure that as we bring those products in, it goes straight in for testing uh, for not only performance, but then also to be certified as well to go into different environments. Uh, the other thing is then the decor. Um, you know, that's a big thing. Like you said, every every home, slightly different needs as far as performance, but then also look, um, style, you know, is it country, is it modern, is it industrial? Uh, so to be able to have, you know, a range of Australian species-looking timbers, your traditional black butts, spotted gums, you know, on-trend colours, greys and whites, uh, and then your natural tones, your natural earthy tones, um, like your natural oaks and things like that. So... In all the ranges, we try to ensure that for each product and having the different performances of the product, we also then have a wide range of decors that will then suit all homes. And as Greg mentioned, you know, not only to have your traditional straight plank, but now also introducing, you know, the most popular herringbone style, which um, uses the same decor, but with a different pattern. So you can mix and match um, both within homes. Yeah, nice. Okay, and uh, Michael. Yes. Give me one. Give me one of your favourite boards. Well, it being, can't be. It can't be hybrid. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Hybrid's favourite at the moment for the company. You know, it is one of those um, products, as Greg said, that does cater for everyone. But if you're asking for my favourite, it would have to be the engineered Australian timbers. You know, having a full background from the age of twelve in carpentry, growing up working with timber and a lot of that custom sort of work that, you know, I actually enjoy that sort of part of my passion is, is just working with timber and, and making um, little intricate things at home and all that. So for me, you know, our clever Australian timbers um, sits at the top. It's hands down some of the most beautiful timbers that you'll see in the world. Um, it's very well sought after, uh, very well, not hard to get, you know, we try it clever to ensure we've um, got adequate stock levels. But, yeah, something like a spotted gum where you can have a floor that comes off one tree that's a blend of green, brown, reds, uh, blondes, and 
I've never seen two floors look exactly the same. So to have that uniqueness of um, an engineered um, spotted gum floor in your home, uh, I think something spectacular. Wow. Okay. And who will be looking at that? Who's going to buy? Who's going to buy that? I think people who appreciate uh, value, people who appreciate elegance, people who just love natural beauty. Went out to actually one of the members down the surf club. He's um, building a farmhouse at the moment. It's got a barn, and um, you know, just standing in there, we walked up, and he's like, oh, "Tell me about this hybrid." I was like, "You don't want to hear about the hybrid. You know, you're putting this sort of workmanship into this barn. You've got exposed beams. Um, you've got VJ paneling. This is this is the perfect location for you know a real spotted gum timber." Um, and then when I, once I pulled it out, he didn't want to look at anything else. Yeah, of course. He could tell that that was for him. So, yeah, it, again, you know, a lot of the products that we do, you know, are suitable for everyone. But some of these um, real timbers, you know, they do require, mate, it's like a sports car. Yeah. You know, they're, they're beautiful, they're elegant, but they do require a little bit more upkeep and a little bit more maintenance and, and care than, say, your traditional hybrids. Okay, so let's that's a probably a good little segue there. So we talk about maintenance and care. We'll use the Australian timbers versus hybrid. You know, what what are we looking at there? What what does it take to maintain each floor? I guess your general maintenance. Um, you know what we talk about is your, your general sweeping. You know your grit and sort of sand and those type of materials that you know flow in through the doors, uh, come in on your shoes. Um, the more you can remove them by general vacuuming and sweeping. Um, that's probably the first thing to you know, go a long way in protecting the surface of the floor. You know, your next thing would be, I guess, mopping as such. You know, the least amount of water that you can put on the floor. You know, we, we are talking about timber products here. Um, even your hybrids and laminates and those type of products that are manufactured still have an element of, of growth. They've got a moisture content in the boards. Uh, so if that moisture content goes up or down the boards will expand or shrink. So knowing that and trying to educate our customers on that um, and you know, controlling good levels of moisture and reducing the amount of moisture you put into it is always a good good thing. I guess the next one would be controlling your environment. So again, you know, when we talk about moisture, it's not only uh, mopping, but it's humidity. You know, and in Australia, it's something we all know well well about, whether you're down in Adelaide and got very low humidities or you're up in Cairns and got extreme high humidities. Um, you know, we're all pretty fortunate that most of our homes have air cons and things like that that can help control those environments. Um, so that would be your third thing. And then lastly, I guess, just general cleanliness. And God, that's a bit scary. <laughs> it, it is. And, you know, I know we all sort of, within our own environment, um, you know, feel like we're clean, but it's things you don't see. You know, the um, little dog goes in behind a lounge, just... Just those things, just trying to be aware that um, just keeping keeping the place tidy, dragging furniture across. So again, you know, when we talked about the advantages of the hybrid, uh, the good thing with the hybrid uh, and those type of products is that they are quite scratch resistant. So, you know, he's, Greg's young fella comes running through with his footy boots on, less likely to put, um, put scratches mm. on the floor than, say, something of the Australian Timbers, you know, which is a more porous product, more natural, sliding in with some footy boots, um, 
might require a bit of maintenance uh, to repair where your laminate is probably just going to fall on his butt. Yeah. And vacuum? You can vacuum? Yep, yep, for yep. sure. Yep, okay. I think the biggest thing I always got asked about the floating floors was about steam mops, and that's a big no-no. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of the things, like even when I was in retail, a lot of the jobs that I used to go and look at where something had gone a little bit wrong, the first question you'd always ask is, how, how are you cleaning the floor? And nine times out of ten you'd hear, I'm using a steam mop. And that's not, like even with the hybrids being water-resistant, that sort of stuff, it's not so much the moisture in the in the steam mop that does the damage, it's the heat. But yeah, that's one thing I've always recommended to people is, is use your spray mop because it's, it's easier to control the amount of moisture that does go onto the boards and that does clean them up quite nice. But yeah, definitely with steam mops is a no-no. Yeah, okay, good tip. And that heat source is um, probably the last factor. It's, um, you know, a lot of the marketing based around flooring at the moment is all based around water resistance and the amount of moisture content and all that. But I guess the other harsh element we have here in Australia is the beautiful sunshine. Uh, and it's one of those things, and especially a lot of us live on the coast. You know, we want that beautiful view. We don't want to have blinds down. We don't want the windows tinted. But it's also another factor that, um, you know, definitely plays a lot uh, into the performance of the products. And it's probably one of those sort of, sort of factors when people, especially holiday homes, and those people out there who are fortunate enough to have nice holiday homes uh, are generally locking them up for periods. So, you know, ensuring they are dropping those blinds, ensuring they are sort of having some climate control, not creating an oven environment and cooking cooking or affecting the product performance with excessive heat. Yeah, so obviously Clever have got a huge range that can cover all and sundry. Yes. So a good question to ask, why Clever? Why, from a resale perspective, would someone choose to sell Clever? And then also, why would an end user buy Clever? Greg, this is probably a good one for you. Yeah, I think for a store, there's so many different reasons to buy Clever. Um, the, the three biggest ones for me were the stock levels, um, the people involved in Clever, and just the service that you receive. Like, for me, I had my rep was Michael, who was doing my job now, plus being GM of a company, yet he never felt too busy for, for me which is one big thing for me. Look, I had a rep where their only job was to be a rep, but they couldn't be a rep. They couldn't service you. They didn't answer your phone calls. They didn't return your phone calls, that sort of stuff. So from a store point of view, you want someone that you can rely on uh, firstly. And not even just that, like you want the, the manufacturer that you're dealing with, the supplier that you're dealing with to be like an extension of yourself. You want to be confident that if you ring the office, you're going to get someone who's going to be more than helpful and go above and beyond to help you out. I think that was one big thing for us. Like even from us at a store, we never even knew what Nicole in the office looked like. But we joked with her like we'd known her for ten years, and she was like a sister to us. That was a massive thing for us. Morena was the same. Like when um, Nicole wasn't doing as much, and Morena stepped in, we're like, "Oh no!" But then quickly we were like, "Who's Nicole?" <laughs> <laughs> Morena just stepped in and filled that role so well. So it's an extension of yourself. But just being able to sell the products with confidence and know the fact that. Um, from time to time something does go wrong. You want to know that that's going to be handled well um, and you want to know that no matter whether it's good, bad, ugly or indifferent that you're going to get looked after. And that was a big thing for me from Clever was the fact that the stock, the people, the after sales, everything was so easy. And when you're selling a big volume of it, you want good feedback from your installers, which we always got. Like I'm seeing it now, stores that 
had never bought Clever, all it took was them to sell one or two jobs, the installers start saying, well, that's all we want to lay. So there's so many different reasons for me why the store would buy Clever, and it's the same for the end user. They can be more confident in the in our product if we're giving that confidence to the stores. Because we, at the end of the day, we want the end user to feel most confident about their selection. We want them to feel as comfortable and as happy as they can be about what they're putting in. And the only way that we can get that to them is by providing that to the store. And it's sort of a flow-on effect. But the more we service our stores and the more they feel like they can rely on us, the more their customers then going to feel like they can rely on them. And at the end of the day, everyone's happy then. Yeah, it's pretty incredible to hear you say that. It just made me think that, when you're dealing with Clever, you're dealing with a GM that's been a rep. You're dealing with a sales manager that's been on the forefront of selling the product and also installing the product. Correct. So from top to bottom, you've got the all, every base covered. So there's not really a question or a query that can't go unanswered. Correct. And that's just by you two guys. We're not even thinking about the other guys involved in the business. Yeah, well, that's the big difference I found as well was a lot of times if there was no stock with a company, they'd just say flat no. That's it. Move on. Whereas with Clever, like if someone rings me and says, is there stock? And I go, oh, it's tight. Let me have a look. I'll call someone. I'll call you back. Like I can call the girls in the office. I can call Michael. There's so many different things that we can look at before we will say no. We will go above and beyond to do anything that we can to make sure your floor is available to you and ready to go. And even for me, there's still, like as you say, I've got an installation background. I've come from a store. There's still so much I've got to learn in this industry and I'm learning it off Michael. And that's the beauty for me is that I've still got someone that I can go to and say, hey, what do you think about this or what should I do here? Like, it's good for me to have, have someone else there that's that's available to do that. And even now I feel like Ian down in Victoria and Austin down in New South Wales, like they'll ring me through the week and they say, hey, just quickly, just I've got this question, I think you might be able to answer it. The fact that they feel that they can come to me, that's what we want from our stores as well. From, well, for them to be able to ring us and say, oh, I can't answer this or I don't know what to do here. How can you help? Well, I think collaboration is the key to success. Correct. I think if you can internally collaborate, but also then extend that out to your resellers and then on to the, to the, to the end user, you're just going to crush it. And I think um, you know, a lot of what Greg just said, it's about options. You know, and that's what we want to offer is options. Um, and Greg's right. You know, I don't like hearing the word no. Um, you know, sometimes it has to be no. And if we can't do something, then that's the other thing is we'll make sure that, you know, we exhaust every other option, uh, whether we're switching products, whether we're uh, talking with the team, seeing when the next um, shipment's due in. Uh, so we'll always go back with multiple options of how we can achieve, you know, what their client and what the store is trying to do. Um, and in the event that we can't achieve that, then we'll also be honest and, you know, mm. let them know that, sorry, that can't happen. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it's, it's right. It's, it's all about options and it's all about our team. And, you know, we've got people dedicated to just managing all the shipping and um, making sure the stock's coming in on time and fulfilling, making sure we don't have those holes. Uh, we've got team of people who are managing the orders going out to the stores uh the warehouse guys you know being welcoming and as greg said you know it's not just at the store level but we've got a lot of our clients coming into our warehouse or into our showroom and to have the warehouse guys you know happy to open up some cartons and 
do some checks and show people how things work as well. That's what, that's the thing you'll see with Clever. Is well, I think that's a good place to, to, to transition because Greg's obviously spoken from a perspective of why people would choose Clever. And the first thing that you said, Greg, was stock. You've gone a long way into resolving a lot of those issues with the new warehouse in Yatla. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that, Michael. Uh, so this year we um, expanded and um, opened a second warehouse in Queensland, in Yatla, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, to make our product closer to our Queensland um, customers and clients, make it more accessible. Give us a facility that people can come and see and touch and feel the products. Secondly was to create more space so we can get more stock. Um, so that's, that's really taking us to another level. You know, we're always uh, working on ensuring we have very little holes or zeros. So by having more space, uh, more stock, which means we've got the ability of saying yes and, you know, supplying those options to be able to fulfil all the inquiries coming through. Uh, to the point that we're now uh, looking at Melbourne. Uh, so if we're talking about future, um, we've got new ranges coming through, which we'll discuss in uh, future Future podcasts. Absolutely. And so new products means more stock, uh, more space. And, you know, we service the whole East Coast uh, or all states in, in Australia. So it um, just makes sense to put another warehouse uh, down in Melbourne. Uh, so, you know, that's 2023 goal. Wow. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot, lot in the future for Clever. So watch this space. Well, we'll be able to watch this space and keep up to date with our fortnightly the underlay podcast yes looking forward to it absolutely and look boys i think that'll do for episode one i think we've done a pretty good job i think hats off to both of you greg wonderful first guest and we couldn't have imagined it doing with anyone else thanks boys i appreciate it thanks for coming in yeah so look we'll be releasing a fortnightly podcast at this stage but the way we've done it today i don't think it'll be too long until michael's pestering for weekly so greg you might be a regular uh addition to the podcast. We've got a lot to cover. Yeah, look, in the next episode, though, we've got a special guest, Doug Hawkins from Pancare. Uh, They're dedicated to providing support, resource and information service to all families impacted by pancreatic, liver, stomach, biliary and esophageal cancers. Uh, Michael spent some time with him the other week. Yes. And uh, it'll be really good to have a chat with him. We're really looking forward to that. And, of course, we'll take you inside and under the flooring industry on episode two of The Underlay. So thank you, Michael. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Greg. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, mate. Can't wait till next time. And we will see you in episode two. Thank you. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to The Underlay. If you want to hear more, follow us on all good podcast platforms.